This is Jim, and welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to Second Chance Moped Podcast. We are back. Um, I needed a break because I had been going pretty heavy since Baker's, and I sometimes just want a break from the show because I enjoy doing it, but it's very taxing trying to get people to come on, trying to get different guests, blah, blah, blah. So if you want to be a guest on Second Chance Moped Podcast, email me or Instagram me. E- Instagram me at secondchancepod or email me at secondchancemoped at gmail.com. I'm pretty much always taking guests when they come and like say, I'll be on your show. I might not get back to you right away, but I will. Um, but what is funny about this guest him and I talked last night about him coming on the show. And then one of those stupid memory things popped up. And I had, I posted his show two years ago last night. So uh, why don't you just introduce yourself, my guy? Hey, um, Andy Scouten. I am the captain, one of the co-captains, sorry, of the Zero's Moped Club from Toledo, Ohio. And I just wanted to have him on here really because we have to have a state of the union. Um, was I the fastest to join the zeros and then kicked out because your wife kicked had me join and kicked me out within two seconds so um we have a long history okay. of, of of making mistakes so <laughs> uh, i don't know i i didn't even know about that one but you know i, yeah. I trust sarah's judgment i believe that you insulted the color purple yes i hate purple people like i um i can't you know what if you like it that's a great on you that's your choice that's your mistake i'm not gonna i will judge the shit That's, out of you her wedding ring is a purple sapphire because she doesn't like diamonds and she loves purple so it's it's uh see and i'm gonna say this it all comes back to 1998 minnesota vikings 1998 that's why i don't have any faith in them like you sound you sound like a fucking lions fan you know dude, dude <laughs> we were like 15 and one our kicker was perfect on the year and he shanks a 30-yard chip shot of a field goal for us to go to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, you know, again, uh, Toledo, Ohio, all right? You got two choices. Uh, you, got, <laughs> you got the Lions or the Browns. You <laughs> At know, least you know you have no hope. Like, this is the this is the temptation and the flirtation that's well, like, I, we'll get you close. You know, look, I'm not a football guy. Yeah, um, I'm not anymore. But, but – but, like, uh, but like Megan, the other captain of the Zeros, yep. uh, and some of the people like they the fantasy football. Uh, yeah, yeah. Travis, Travis, one of our men, lives or dies on Sundays. I swear to God, we've had to talk him off the edge of the cliff a couple times on Sundays. Because <laughs> he's a Lions fan, and I feel like no, no matter rough. what, like what beats me down in my life, I'm like, there's some guy out there. He's like, the fucking Lions are gonna do it this year, and I'm like. Yeah. If that dude can pull that kind of positivity out of his ass, then like yeah. I can get through this. No, so. I, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. But um, enough about and like I said to Andy, like when we talked about doing this, we're just gonna bullshit about mopeds. But mostly we're gonna bullshit about his the zero swap meet that's coming up. What are the dates on that, Andy? Oh God, I have moped army up right here, so I can double check. It's the first weekend in February, um, February third through the fifth. So it's coming Third up to the fifth. That is yeah, awesome. just a couple weeks here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and nobody's first. We'll just kind of talk about what we'll kind of talk what what it's like. What happened? Well, what I don't know, dude. Like, what what's well, it? What's it normally like? There is a little bit more to it than just being a swap meeting. That's kind of the fun of it. The Midwest is such a lovely place. You know, <laughs> we're so spoiled here with how many clubs we have close. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a little sparser than it was a few years ago, and and that's okay. But you know, we kind of have. Um, we got Chad Burke's Build and Gather. That's always in December, you know, mm-hmm. middle of December-ish. And uh, that's awesome. You go there, you build your bikes, you, you make your friendships. It's super fun. And then we host our swap meet. Um, always sometime in February, usually we beginning and middle. You know, it's all it's, it all depends on, on what's going on. You got yeah. weddings, you got a lot of bullshit. So, so there's us where we do our swap meet. Our swap meet is the swap meet. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Don't work on bikes at the swap meet. You know, um, it's just come, sell your parts, have fun, socialize, do your thing. So it's very different than the build and gather where you're expressly working on things. You know, and, and you're usually for the build and gather, it's grandiose things. You're, you're powder coating, you're, you're setting the base up for your, your winter projects. And then 
after you know so you come here you buy all your parts hopefully your bikes are all together then then mcr hosts an event called uh, get your shit running they do that in the very early spring so we kind of have this wonderful dichotomy of these three events you know mm-hmm. where you're 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 setting you're setting yourself up at, at the building gather you're getting their parts with us you've been building all winter in the spring you go to mcr we all get together and do a little tuning kind of you know finalize some things so mm-hmm. so we try and make it uh mesh into that um you know wonderful midwest culture here because we have so many clubs and so much yeah, yeah. mcr's 45 minutes away from us you know and i used to be a part of their club they're so wonderful i'm just retired now so always yeah. kind of support all the all the other uh people in the you know in the greater area <laughs> yeah yeah um and i can say for this uh it's it's just a way for midwest people to get together we like at least minnesota we can't ride bikes right now we're under like four feet of snow and we're sick of working on our bikes i am like i'm just i go out to my garage and just kind of stare at shit right now i'm like i'm gonna go and just not and well say i i I, since i'm on moped army i'm gonna pull up my i'm gonna my winter grind thread uh oh dude jake jake kane and i were talking about that like how you're banging bikes out left and right and I, I'm jealous of you in the fact that like you have a quote unquote office job. You're a librarian, so it's not an office job, but like it, it's a fair it's a fair comparison. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But like, and that's what I had to kind of explain to Jake. Like me and him, essentially, like we have mechanical jobs, and like mm-hmm. we go home, and it's basically we're kind of going into work when we go into our garage. You get the reprieve from like your work to go to your shop and work on stuff like so i am jealous of you in that aspect um I, i'm spoiled uh you know a lot of the zeros we have very diverse club you know we've got mm-hmm. um, genus pattern makers <clears throat> restaurateurs airplane mechanics engineers um you name it you know we, yeah. we, we, we've been collected a collection of people and and uh, the way that i grew up my my dad's a firefighter but in his spare time he buys and sells houses so mm-hmm. You know, I just grew up with tools in my hands. I remember being like six years old. My dad was like, all right, we're going to learn how to sweat pipes together today. So <laughs> I learned all these wonderful uh, physical skills. And but I was also, you know, told to go go do other things, develop other things. And mm-hmm. and luckily that that my mom was a teacher and it drove me in my love for reading. And I, yeah, so yeah. I'm a librarian. So no, dude, it's fucking so it's every day. I go, rad. yeah, I you know, go to work and, and I wear my brain out, you know, like mm-hmm. you're. No, dude, I don't know. It's, yeah. It could be fucking anything. Yeah. Uh, and then, but then I come home from work and like, yeah, my mind's tired, but my body is ready to rock. And mm-hmm. so I just, I don't, I go to the shop. I mean, I, I, I build a motor. What is your winter grind? <laughs> you said you had your thread up. Like what old bikes have you put out this year? Like, and so, um, I've been busy this winter. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I used to really love V1. I still love V1s. I don't want to break anyone's heart. Uh, Tony Cruz would be very ashamed of me. Uh, moped eds out there somewhere you know the guys who helped me when i was really young so i i i don't know five six years ago well probably starting closer to 10 years ago anything with a v1 i would get my hands on and there's so many there used to be a ton of cylinder kits like now everyone today is like this polini the brs that's it mm-hmm. uh, dose is repopping the polini with some tweaks it's an awesome kit is it how, um that's the one cool. i that's the one i won wasn't it, it yes it's, it's essentially a polini but then it's got a wider exhaust bridge uh which is nice so you can yeah. run like who can tell most size but 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 back in the day like there were more cylinders they were pretty hard to find but if you knew where to look on the different ebays and stuff you could track them down so i have like a fleet of v1s that have all these weird cylinders on them there's you know, air-cooled dr cylinders from 38 millimeters to 41 millimeters fan cooled uh greek autiza cylinders that are like 55 cc's um i tested out a spacer before they were on the market for maitland so i had one of those sitting around so like i basically pulled a bunch of bikes well every time i go to the shop i just go in the basement and be like all right i haven't ridden this bike for like five years i stored them all properly you know i ran them out of gas and, and shit and then obviously they're in our shop which is climate control and dry mm-hmm. so so i go down there and i feel like all right that one because I had a bunch yeah. of 16 inch tires laying around. So I'm like, I got to do something <laughs> with 16. So I started going down in the basement and just grabbing bikes. And uh, they've been all V1s because they're all 16. So I've just been, every treat sale, I buy like five V1 rebuild kits. So I'm ready to rock and I can just rebuild <laughs> a motor when I'm you know sitting there bored. And so, yeah, I, I guess uh, my first bike that I finished off, um, finished off, these all need their carburetors tuned because, you know, it's, it's cold here too. 
<laughs> I built a uh, uh, Batavis, just like you have with you know, the 103 powered Batavis. Yep. I just built it with shit on my shelf. You know, I, I had a, I've accrued over the years. It's a stroker crank, a 50cc liquid pulled Doppler, HPI, all sorts of fun stuff. I got that bike ripping, running great. And then they put the, the salt down. So I was like, I can't ride this super clean. And I don't yeah. do clean bikes, you know, but yeah. that one's nice. So I couldn't ride that, you know, so it, it, it's running great, but the carburetor needs to be tuned. So I finished that one, I guess. That's completely rebuilt the motor, rebuilt the frame, new tires, tubes, cables, wired, everything starts up, but mm-hmm. I don't know what it does because uh... that, that's what kills a guy, especially in the Midwest. Like we work on bikes, we get them going. And we can't really do shit with them because a it's too cold or b there's enough ice and salt on the road that's gonna fuck them up. Yeah, you know our old shop we had a second story that we could go running around <laughs> on. You know, we weren't supposed to be up there, but we did anyways. But it was so you know we can still start them in our shop, but that's about as far as we can go. I gotta I gotta go talk to Beach Club Nick and get that fucking dyno set up, and I'll start running that shit. So dude, that's awesome. Yeah, so I so I finished that one off, and then I pulled out a Gorelli uh, NOI that I rebuilt last winter. I rode it all summer, but. I uh, had the stock rubber clutch buddy of mine is building some prototype clutches for those. Mm-hmm. So I got the opportunity to test out that clutch. I'm like, well, I can't leave this shitty pipe on here and stuff. So I threw <laughs> a weekend's pipe on there and a new clutch and re-geared it, new tires and tubes. And I got my, my SSXL that was like my beer getter. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's going to do 50. So I finished that one off. Dude, that's right. And, and then I got a V1 uh, Beretta, uh, which is like a weird tube and tank frame thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and that was a bike that I tested some of Maitland's spacers on. I had to run um, a 50cc, a 2017 A55 50cc Tomo cylinder on. Mm-hmm. Worked pretty well with that. Had to figure out how I had to, I had to cut up the skirt, had to cut up the piston a little bit with the, the smaller bore. Yeah. The, the longer, yeah. With the longer so, stroke. Um, on those. Then, I, then I threw a 70TCC Dionix. I'm like, well, if I blow this up, I don't want to spend any money. Those things are like 40 bucks. Yeah. So I threw that on. It ran great. I rode it uh, at KFC and I think like one other rally. And then I just kind of, you know, chucked it, it off to the just... side. So I pulled that out, totally rebuilt that motor, put a, a Treats Reed kit on it and uh, Treats pipe, uh, VM20, uh, black pipe, re-geared it, some blue springs, and yellow springs in the clutch, I think. Mm-hmm. Timed up a pie cart on it. That one's ripping. Like I had that thing running with the TCCD and I was like, oh, I'll probably have to adjust my settings. But the thing's doing like 52. I'm like, whatever it's good yeah so i left that one alone okay what's next what do you got here and i apologize Uh, everybody i keep on trying to shut my damn ringer off on my phone and for some reason everybody in the damn world wants to get a hold of me right now you're popular no i'm not that's it's a great illusion of me um (laughs) i'm not popular uh okay now they're all shut off great (laughs) all right so next uh this is just the winter grind threat so don't read it up but i'm it's good but (laughs) I got a Peugeot 103 that um, I blew up in Nashville. Okay. I I rebuilt. It was my own fault. I was like, I I rebuilt the motor and I used some trash kit that I got for free. You know, it's like I have fast bikes that I, I trust. I'm like, no, I, I just built this one. Let's see how it does. It's great. No. Put a hole right through that piss. I should. It's a. It was a cast iron Melosi kit that I was like, this thing has been seized seven or eight times by somebody else, but. I can save it. And I did. I ran it around here for like a month or two. It was fine. But, you know, it turns out when you're going off the side of a goddamn mountain. It wasn't. The hells weren't that bad, yeah, I, dude. And I, and I just, I was like, whatever. It's cast iron. It's been seized a bunch of times. Just fuck that timing. I'm going to throw the shit at like 1.6. Just give this thing all the heat. Yeah. Try and get that in the pipe. And, yeah. So I blew it up in Nashville. Rebuilt it the second I got home. Um, but I have like. When you say, when you say it has mountains, anything that's a hill is a mountain in Toledo, yeah. I guess. So. We have one hill in Toledo and we built it. Yeah. It's yeah. part of a football stadium. So <laughs> we're, you know, we're flat. And those were some pretty steep, you know, like they were steep, the, but the like hills, the Appalachians. You got to remember not to talk about Bakers again, but I'm going to talk about Bakers again. I climbed fucking mountains last year. Like, yeah, I'm still uh, well, having PTSD. The Appalachians are nothing compared to where you were. That The, the Rockies are intense. Speaking of so. which, is anybody from the Zeros talking about doing this? We're going to do Bakers again, but not this year. It's just <sighs> the starting point so far away, the end point. Um, Jared and I are going to do it again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, you know, we were the two uh, real riders a couple of years ago when we did it, and we learned a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. 
Dude, yeah, I think is. I would love to see you guys. I'm doing it again this year. I know Chad's talking and a few others, but like, yeah, Chad's always doing it. I got man's yeah. beast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something will come closer and we'll do it again. Yeah. So we, we will, we will join not on a bike like this. Cause you know, when I rebuilt this, I just, I put a 50 CC aerosol on it, kept it real mild. It was just, you know, it was whatever. I took it to some, um, some shows this summer, like, you know, riding it around to go buy motorcycle parts and stuff didn't and, you go to let amy vintage days yep took it to vintage Dude. days did the dirt track with it had all sorts of fun uh, I, on, uh, uh the i think i'm gonna make ohio i think like my rally season's gonna be kind of low-key just because baker's early in the year but i think i'm gonna make it out for ama vintage days that looks like a riot go to ama it is such an interesting historic like it's so cool yeah there's just so much going on there my uncle races um vintage motorcycles he's there racing we take the bus. awesome it's a good time but i rode that bike all summer like that and then uh merlin sold his tsm and he had like a doppler clutch pulley and an er3 and it's like no one pays for those parts when you're selling a bike no so we you know we we put a nice like stock clutch setup on that mm-hmm. with a nice melosi variator so all of a sudden i've got like this you know doppler clutch pulley and er3 on this thing and i'm like i'm looking at the shitty circuit pipe on here in a <laughs> cheapest you know 50 kit like okay so so dose uh so I dropped that motor and, and rebuilt it again just for funsies, you know, new bearings and seals, Artec crank, and uh, Dose repopped the W port uh, liquid cooled Polini kit. Oh. So that's got a seventy cc they... liquid cooled cylinder on it now. <laughs> now, did I did they post that on their website or is that so you gotta... they have the uh, Botanis series? It's like B O T A N A A S something. Like that. I don't fucking yeah. know. Um, but they, it's awesome. It's so cool of them because they take these super rare, you know, vintage cylinders and they remake them. And whoever they're having cast them is doing a wonderful job. You know, this one is yeah. a Nicosil, um, but their their Polini kits are cast. Their Polini copies are cast iron. They've, they've yeah. done some um, DT50 kits. Like, dude, they're they're such high quality, mm-hmm. and the price is screaming. Like this kit was like 130, 160 bucks. Dude, that's and- awesome. Yeah. yeah, and it's super good quality. It's a W port kit for anyone who knows that series. Mm-hmm. So I slapped that on there with a Simonini pipe and all this fancy shit and plumbed it up. And it started right up in the shop, but that's where it sits too. I got to the carburetor <laughs> come spring. Um, so. I'm actually looking now. I'm thinking, um, I'm looking, I want to see what the weather is because, like, there's a few cities I have uh, bookmarked in my uh, weather map. And I don't think for some reason I have, damn it. I don't have Toledo um, back to the swap meet. There might be 2 a.m. Uh, cemetery rides. Cause one is not negative 20. I mean, I didn't stop us last time. Well, it's funny you say that because we were at the shop um, uh, Sunday night yeah. and we have a new prospect, uh, Dante. He's a young kid. He's just love Dante. He's a good shit. Like phenomenal. Uh, Dude, Dante, he's, he's Dante. I love that kid so much, but like, he is young guy in mopeds like yeah we're gonna go on a night ride in cleveland i have no headlight fuck it i'll go like no dude and that's the spirit because i was doing that yeah. shit when i was 22 too and i was yeah, still dude so you know like i brought his bike he, he he's got a job in toledo he's he's moving here you know he's, he's working hard yeah, yeah. he's doing his thing so i went up to detroit on saturday and i picked up his moped and brought it back here for him you know and he's you know it's a tomos it's a key he, him and steve rebuilt it and it's mm-hmm. kitted and it's like this Tomos does 60. This Tomos does 60. I was like, all right, man. Let me <laughs> of course let me pull does. out let, let me pull out a, uh one of my bikes and we'll go see how this 60 mile an hour bike you yeah. know stands up to it. So I pulled out my Blanca, which I rebuilt this summer, one of my one of my V1s. It's just a Pelini kit. It's like basic bitch, you know. Yeah, Pelini VM20 uh MLM pipe, blue springs, regeared. Before I rebuilt it, it did like 51. Yeah, uh, it probably does like 53 three now yeah it's a solid but, 50 know. mile an hour bike yeah yeah so so i was like all right let's you know come on tomas let's let's do it so we yeah. lined it up and, and, and ran that like mile stretch yeah in front of uh in front of the shop that you've seen and <laughs> yeah i pulled up to the light i had to pull off the side to let a couple cars pass you know wave to him as i see him coming down the street <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, you know, dad still got it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he was stoked. It was so much fun, you know, because yeah. he's he's excited to build his next bike and he's having Hell a good yeah. time. And, um, you know, we love having that spirit here because, like, dude, if you don't get young people in it, like, yep. people look at the zeros and they're like, oh, they're the young guys. And we're like, we're fucking 30-something. We've been doing this for 10 years, you know? Yeah, like, I was going to say, no, you're not. But, like, 
yeah, well, you, you know, when are... we look at when when we came into it, we were like the second generation. You know, you mm-hmm. you talk behind like the big big gangs, like you know your bandits and and um, you know the bomb bon bourbon and there's just there were a lot of people who we looked up to mm-hmm. when I was Dante's age who took the time to look at me and be like, all right, dumbass, like this is how you jet your car, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be where I am without those people helping me so much. And, you know, so I'm stoked to see someone like Dante come up and, uh, and, and get into it. And, but I had, I had to, I had to pull out one. I was like, this is a mild bike, man. Like I got French bikes that'll bury this thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. Like Dante, I instantly liked him and like, I'm quiet, like, especially at rallies, like, unless I'm being a spectacle, I'm generally kind of reserved and quiet. And like, I think I had Don, Dante was like, said something and I kind of walked away unknowing. He said it at the time, but like Dante, I love you, dude. You're an awesome kid. He, he's, he's a, he's a quiet dude. Um, yep. but you, you gotta listen to him cause he's, he's a good guy. He'll he's, he's fun to be around. We really yeah, appreciate yeah. him. <laughs> we just, we just had his, uh, three, we do, when we do prospect ships, we do a three month interview, you know, where, where we discuss how they're doing and, and then they get a chance to ask us questions. And, and, you know, it was, it was, we did this three month interview on Sunday, five months in. Yeah. <laughs> so moped time. Yeah, um, exactly. it, was, it was, it was a really good experience. Everyone's very proud of him and his growth and we're looking forward to seeing what he's going to do. Cause he's a, he's a ton of fun. So yeah, dude, super, super good kid. Super good. Yeah. He's going to be building a motorcane. Oh shit. So, dude. Like, we we'll teaching him the dark arts very soon. Yeah, dude, get him in, you know, pollute his brain early. That's what you got to do. Like, yeah, man, you know, just get done. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, okay. All right. Well, let's finish this list off. We got a Lopez. We everyone to see in the shop. All right. So next up, I got a Carabella that uh, has a really cool full DR setup on it. That's the 41 millimeter DR. They sell the complete mm-hmm. kit on treats. They've been out of stock for a couple of years. They got one on right now, but it's the 38 millimeter version, which is no, not as fun. I'm so jealous of you guys are like, yes, I have the cylinder. It's been out of stock since, since long before you came around young lad. I mean, well, dude, I, I was so stoked when I bought this and this bike that it's on, it's a Carabella frame was originally a bandits bike. And then it went to, uh, oh, fuck, uh, a Lexington club, uh, Kentucky wild kits, uh, diamond dogs. Then I went back to a KFC dude and, you know, so it went through all these hands. So it came to me and I was like, it was trashed, you know? So like, I was like, I'm going to treat this bike right. And I put new tires and tubes and did all this other good stuff to it. And I, and I just put this kit on the motor and I started it and I was like, that crank is fucked. I can hear that thing walking. (laughs) And, And I was mad at myself for being, you know, as Jared would say, impatient Andy. Uh, so I just shelved that bike for like three years. And I also blame Jared because he was there with me that night and helped me. So, <laughs> so I pulled it out Jared's last fault. week. I pulled it out Obviously. like two weeks ago and I totally rebuilt the motor, new bearings, new seals, uh, new crank in there and um, just some points, you know, put new points on it and uh, fired it up. That That's like, and then I ran with like a 1414 off of Carabella t- to keep the only Carabella part with their 14 millimeter intake. And yeah, yeah. Uh, it started right up. That bike's going to rip. Um, it'll be real fun this spring. I'll get around to tuning it. I think I've been doing a lot of my small V ones, you know, I, mm-hmm. cause the other bike that I, that I pulled out of the basement is, uh, my Peppy, which is a, they typically Concord freedoms, but apparently there's like one factory in Texas that rebranded them to Peppy. So <laughs> pull that out. All these bikes started too, again, you know, before I rebuilt them, I'm like, well, I can make them better. And the reason I pulled the Peppy out was because I was out of 16 inch tires, Obviously. but I had, I had, I had some 17s on the shelf. Because I have swapped sax rims onto this, so it had 17s. So I was like, all right, perfect. So I grabbed that bike out and rebuilt that motor, new bearing seals, all the, the good stuff. Um, kept the stock cranks, V1 mm-hmm. stock cranks are usually great. You know, checked all the run out, everything was cool on it. So rebuilt that motor with the 55cc Autiza kit, uh, which, speaking of Chad Burke, one of the people he did pinball with uh, did pinball on this cylinder a couple of years ago, many years ago now. Hmm. So yeah, I got that bike running through an old school promo on there and got that going and running really good. But again, wait till spring. Yeah, that's uh, spring. I, th- I think that's all the, I think, I th- yeah, I think I've rebuilt like four or five bikes so far. Dude, that's awesome. Like I got my um, fast bike old on, like I need to spread my riding out more. Cause like I'm having the issue now I'm, starting to break hobbit frames like where they mount on the motor like it's the metal starting to fatigue and crack so 
it just says I'm riding too much and I need to spread my love out a little more, but like, I'm going to, like, I got a, my kind of cruiser. I've got to just button everything up on that. Then I've got to finally finish the owner of my company's uh, motorbike that I've been, <laughs> I've been kind of, yeah, well, a year and a half, you know, whatever. <laughs> I actually, well, you know, for us, we're, we're spoiled. We, we have, there, there's, you know, there's 18 of us in Toledo and, mm-hmm. and we just decided, well, we were pretty good about it in the past where like we do different kinds of rides, you know, we're like, all right, uh, this Sunday Merlin's leading and Merlin wants to blast. So bring your blasters. He warned yep. you bring your blasters, be ready to rock. But, but the next Sunday, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'm leading the ride. I'm like, we'll run stock bikes. As long as you can do 30, you're going to have a good time, you know? So, so this coming year, every other Sunday, we're going to ride. It's going to be the rides going to be hosted by a different member. Awesome. They get to choose the type of bike, the route, where we go, what we do, whatever. So yeah. I'm stoked for that. I'm really looking forward because I make sure every time I go out, I ride a different bike. I'm like, yeah. I want something different. I have all these different bikes. I want to experience them. I want to use them for what I built them for. So they'll, they'll, they'll get ran around. Um, Speaking of which, like, and I'm going to probably talk out of turn because I don't care anymore. Um, no, no, no I, I'm just saying like, I hear the daggers are possibly having a rally this spring and I want to bring like a slow ass bike to fuck up chase. Like Dude. that's kind of, like I want a 35 mile an hour Hobbit. That's what I'm bringing. A Hobbit, you'll be fine at 35 miles an yeah. hour. But my God, last year I after I blew my bike up, I made it not far. Um, no. I was, I have plenty of bikes. I could have taken a bike that I trusted, but you know I'm, I'm always trying to ride something different. So I took, I took that Peugeot and I, and I blew the fuck out of it. But uh, Sarah did uh, like half the rally and um, her. You know, she was coming off to, she broke an ankle like two years ago mm-hmm. and then an ankle last year, her other ankle. Yeah. So she was coming off an injury and, you know, we ride motorcycles a lot together, but the vibrations were really hurting her ankle. So she's like, yeah. halfway through the rally, she's like, I'm cool. You know, I'm done. And I mean, everyone knows Sarah. Uh, yeah. I look like a fucking gorilla next to her. You know, she's <laughs> tiny and pretty and I'm, I'm like this. So she was riding her um, uh, golden bullet, which, you know, has an A35 that we rebuilt together and, yeah, yeah. Instead of going like the traditional Tomos route, we threw a 50 cc aerosol on it. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. She loans it out to people all the time. You just hold that thing wide open. It'll be 41 forever. Yeah. You know, with her 130 pound ass on it. <laughs> you put my 200 pound self on it. And yeah, you'll still do 41. But fuck me, those hills. I yeah. was just struggling. <laughs> you know, you know what? It, was, it was funny because uh, we were coming up this one hill and I saw Biggie behind me. And they always joke, they call it, you know, the handy of God, because I always push yeah. people with pills. It's always this running joke. Like, get your handy. <laughs> <laughs> and I've pushed Biggie up some hills before, and I see him, and he looks at me, and I look back at him, and he just raises his hand. <laughs> you know, like, it's fucking time. And that man saved my life. I never would have made it up this hill. I'm going, like, 12 <laughs> miles an hour. And, he, you know, he's on his, he's on some Ripper Hobbit, and he, he pushed me yeah. right up that hill. And I was like, oh, so that's what it feels like. <laughs> What a, no. what a fucking lifesaver Biggie was there. I, <laughs> I think I might have been a little around that. I, I kind of, I had just a DR Hobbit that like had some stuff going for it. But like, no, that rail, that, I love spring rallies because usually coming in, same with Toledo, you know, we're coming from the north and go a little south, get some heat, get some, yeah, I'm just. Oh, that, dude, the Daggers, wonderful club. Great Fantastic people. rally, beautiful city. I hadn't been to uh, Nashville since the dead peds were around and mm-hmm. that city 110% different than it used mm-hmm. to be back then. It was a very commuter based city and now it's not. And it was wild to experience it again and so much fun. And I will absolutely hit that rally really hard with some liquid pulled French bike and not fuck around this year. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, so you gotta go slow bikes, dude. I thought we talked about going slow bikes, a building gallery. You can bring a ripper. Did I say no? Fuck that, dude! I got my ass kicked at that rally last year of my own volition, my own doing. So I'm coming back. I, you know, it's funny because I did that rally when the Dead Pets did that rally. I did it on the sax, so you know anything can be done. Um, but but I'm stoked. I hope they do a rally again because man, that was cool. We we rolled down with like I think we had like 15 people in the bus. Yeah, you guys had you guys, but you, your oh. bus adventure was a hell of a time too. That was fucking yeah. Hard. The like, bus dude that here sucks. all Friday. The zeros are on the way. We don't know where they're at, but they're on their way. <laughs> yeah, we you know we went through all the Ford problems. We blew we blew a spark plug out of our V10. 
Um, shout out to the, uh, the Chicago boys. They saved our ass on the side of the road because, you know, I was trying to be prudent right before we went down there. I took the bus in, got all new tires put on. This is not like putting tires on a car, you know? No. This is a fucking bus, all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they installed my dualies wrong. So, God, so one of my dude. wheels almost fell off and, you know, so we had to go buy a 10,000 pound Jack and with the help of the Chicago, you know, fellas and, yeah. and Andy, uh, Andy Thompson and Jackson, cause Andy fixed the spark plug. Cause I don't know what the hell I'm doing with the car. Sarah could fix that, but that's, that's <laughs> so Andy's in the doghouse yeah. swapping out that spark plug we blew out and, <laughs> And I'm helping with the wheel, and uh, we've got the dude. And I can't believe that was an issue the entire time you've had that bus. Well, it wasn't. It the problem was someone was cheap. They didn't put the fifteen dollars NGK spark plug in, and you know the the V10 Triton motors are and, and the V8 Triton motors are kind of famous for that. So it was the one non-NGK plug, and the piston must have been hitting it the whole time, and it just loosened up. And of course, that takes the coil pack with it too. So we had to put a new oh. coil pack in. And, uh, you know, but, but we got it all done. Uh, we got it all done on the side of the road and, you know, we finished up that drive. It was wild. Uh, you yeah. know, cause we, we've got 10 people in the butt Well, we have like 15 people in the bus, you know, and when you're in the bus, like it's a whole nother world. Like the rally yeah. starts the second you get on that bus, you know, yeah. we got a TV back there, couches, people are drinking Andy Thompson's chugging milk. We're playing Mario Kart. You Dude, know, like... like I'm so jealous of that setup now. Like I think I was maybe on the maiden voyage of the bus. Yeah, was yeah, it? you were the first trip of the. Well, you should say the, the Zeros bus goes by two names. You know, pick your flavor. It's either the BSB, which is the butt stuff bus, or the uh, Connelling bus. Uh, <laughs> you know, because uh, it's coined, French. Coined, yeah. You know, keep it classy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, it, did, I, did I mention? You know, speaking of, because you were at you were at CBBG, the bus got an upgrade at CBBG that I didn't know about until I got. No, home. I did not hear about this. Uh, Mars printed us a lovely big fucking sticker for the back yeah. of the thing that says we have the drugs <laughs> I think I which i that. didn't know about so as we roll into toledo i was like hey let's get some pizza you know it's not that far of a drive we we're gonna do a shop day so i pull into a little caesars and i'm walking into little caesars and this dude's walking out and he just he just goes ah, they have drugs and i was like what <laughs> and i turn around and i look at the back of the bus mother Fuck it. I just drove all the way home with this big sign. So this is like, and Mars is talking about coming out to the swap meet, but like, so we better. Were, yeah, dude, we were out in Baker's and we were at the campground in um, Yellowstone and he, they had the meat van and like, yeah. they were, they had like washable markers. We're, we're putting high, high bunny ears on this people. Yeah. And like, it was like meat sales and all this stuff. Like, like definitely not raccoon was on some of it like yeah. some guy like knocked on the doors like hey are you guys selling meat because it's really no like people were actually asking us if we sold meat out of this van who's like, the brave soul that walked up to that, that van dude, and thought that that was I a good know. idea like oh dude like yeah so if in mars and i last year you know we will probably supply more furniture to the zero <laughs> shop like your couch is still there. It's, it's, Dude, it's that... out of use. You know, you'll see where this this weekend, uh, this coming weekend, we are cleaning the shop. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, because we, for those of you guys who don't know, we we've been in our shop for two years. We've had shops for years, but this shop we own. You know, Sarah and I own it. We rent it to the club. It's about five thousand square foot. Yeah, but we've kind of been like slowly making it our own because it was we purchased it from a gentleman who had a motorcycle shop in there. There's still a guy in there who rents and wants to restore cylinder heads. So like, there's just like 50 years worth of bullshit in there. And we kind of work, moved our stuff in around it, you know? So, mm -hmm. so the area that you fixed your car in when you were in yeah. town yeah. last time. Um, no, that was the first time, but whatever. Was it? Oh yeah. It's hard to keep track. But you know, it's yeah. full of mopeds. We're like, this is stupid. I go to like, Toledo a lot, people leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> one, one of our guys was changing his brakes the other day and I pull up and he's changing his brakes in the parking lot. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like go yeah. inside. Take yeah. your car inside. Yeah. And then I then I open that door. I'm like, there are 50 fucking mopeds right here. So so we're uh we're building another shelf back there so we can organize better and, and get them all off the ground so that, that space can be open for um swapping. I mean, because we I don't know if you've looked at the the buy sell thread, but it's like four pages long. Like people are every, there's a ton of people coming this year. Dude, that's so awesome. And yeah, everybody I mean, was year, still everybody was kind of nervous last year. Yeah, we were, we, we were we were the first event last year. We were the first moped event 
of of 20 well i guess that would have been 2022 yeah yes yeah we were the first official moped event after covid so you know we were we were asking for either negative COVID tests or proof of vaccination. And some people had an issue with that and that's fine. You know, we weren't here to debate it. What the hell do I know? We just, we were just going with the best information we had. So we are a little smaller compared to previous years. We had about 60, 65 people come through where we usually get closer to a hundred. I don't think we're going to get up to a hundred this year. I think we're going to be looking at somewhere like 75 or so, but Eh, but you never know. Yeah. You you never know. You never know, because not everyone says yes to that Facebook event. Not everyone posts uh, on the threads mm-hmm. on MA. Uh, but either way, we're, we're super looking forward to it. But we make sure that every inch of floor space is open yep. so that people can set up tables. Because, like, it was awesome last year. Like, you know, someone like Mike Alanti, who runs a small business, came and he just brought a bunch of shirts. And even yep. if they weren't the right size, people just bought them so yeah. that he, he didn't take anything home. You know, like... Mm-hmm. It was so rad, and and I think it's going to be even bigger. So we want to make sure that everyone's got space to put their tables up, yeah, and do their thing, so that we can, you know, yeah. Joe came in, sold a whole bunch of yeah. Joe, Joe's coming again. Yep, Joe's um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a ton of people there. I'm, I I've got a bunch of PMs on Moped Army uh, with some people who are like, "This is my first Moped event. You know what? What should I expect?" And I was just like, "Dude, I'm so stoked to hear that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're going to have such a good time trying to give them a little heads off of like." You know, if you don't like drinking after 2 a.m., go to the loft, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. And the loft know, people, I've slept in there. Fun. It is eerily dark. Even if there's lights on in the, it's so dark. It's Yeah, that, and that's why we have the loft, you know. Yeah. It's 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 quiet up there. It's It's got good sleeping. Uh, I put We put a new furnace in, mm-hmm. in the back there, so it's quieter uh, as well. Um, and, you know, I, I we... I'm not sure if it was set up last year, but we have a powder coating oven now um, yeah. underneath that. So we're going to uh, have to talk about that maybe. Well, actually, that's one thing I should, I need to put up there. Uh, we're not going to do any sandblasting, but if you bring anything that needs to be powder coated, anyone's welcome to use our powder coating setup. Okay. I got um, dips. But, you know, dips. I got to do my yeah. baker's bike, dude. <laughs> bring it as long as it's stripped. We're not going to be wrong. We have a sandblasting unit that we use to do all of our sandblasting. Mm-hmm. We are not going to be running it during the event because it's too, it's not loud. Um, but it's, you know, it's going to have shit around it. So, so what we're hearing, I'm not even going to bust your chops on this open (laughs) forum because I know Andy and (laughs) never mind. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Look, if you give Jared enough beers after me, exactly. Andy and his rules, but we don't, we're not condoning that. It's not, (laughs) we're not going right to it, but we are going to have, uh, that room will be open for anyone. If they, if you've got stuff that's already sandblasted more than welcome to use our setup and, uh, you know, paint it and throw it in the oven because it's it's there and that's not like working on a bike it's not gonna take up any space because yeah. you don't want to sleep in the powder coating room because i'm pretty sure you would wake up with several kinds of cancer um, yeah you know <laughs> not right away i mean we're talking long term okay yeah long term like, long term yeah. you know so yeah. risk risk reward i guess exactly I um, um and there's yeah. plenty of hotels people around that are very reasonably priced mars and i last year split a room um and if you're nice to the hotel girl she'll let you go in the hot tub late at night i mean it's yeah there's, uh, a, there's a couple hotels really close uh, the other thing too our parking lot is not massive no uh, i'll be posting up a thing to show where to drop off you know, we kind of have like a pull through where mm-hmm. you pull through drop your stuff off and then we have a ton of parking across the street like all the parking you could want so we're gonna have people park across the street but if you're sleeping in your vehicle which I know sounds weird, but like so many of us do it. Like when I drive a bus. No, I'm trying it. to think. Like, what across the street are you are you talking about? So uh, there, the road. We have a graveyard directly across the street. Yep. This beautiful Woodlawn Cemetery, historic cemetery. Look it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Walk through it. If you, that if there will be races at one a.m. on Andy's mopeds. Races. <laughs> no, we'll see. Uh, but it's gorgeous. It's this beautiful, beautiful cemetery. It was meant to be a park. It was supposed to be a bridge between the living and the dead. It's lovely. It stretches for like um, two miles and that whole two miles you're allowed to park on. Okay. So, and that's directly across the street from the shop. So we, people drop their stuff off and then go park right there just across Mm -hmm. the street. But if you're sleeping in your vehicle, like you're driving a van or whatever, we reserve the parking lot for for that type of parking. You know, we can, we can fit probably 20, 25 cars in there, but like, it's not like you're, it's not like Chad's workshop where you're all going to be leaving. It's like 25 cars, but to, but to, but to, but yeah. Uh, but that's fine if you're staying for the weekend, whatever. Yeah. You know, um, and we'll the, all this information will be up on the is at the registration table when you walk in, and 
So yeah, it's it's a good time. I mean, we just yeah. um, I mean, it's last an excuse year, for us all to get together though. again, like because the weather was awful. Sorry, <laughs> the weather that was awesome last year. I was chasing the tail end of a storm, so like when I was in like just a little west of Chicago, it started raining, and then like once I got to like Chicago, like to Chicago and south of the lake, all of a sudden snow, and I'm seeing semis like just bam, bam in the in the ditch like it it was pretty nuts like I'm yeah not you know lie. knock on wood um we don't get that this year but like last year yeah we had a pretty serious storm kind of like negative 20 with the wind chill i mean inside the shop it's warm and toasty you know it's no big deal yeah. but like we want to make sure what's safe getting here and um you know it's been pretty mild like today it was like 40 out um if we so could much. stay like this you know again knock on wood my yeah. glass desk here uh you know, hopefully we'll get lucky and we'll have some good weather for it. But like I said, it's toasty in the shop. Mm-hmm. If you sleep in your vehicle, you'll be warm. You know, yeah. everyone yeah. has their ways of keeping their themselves warm in their cars, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of space and it's a lot of fun. Uh, we, our shop is big. Uh, you know, we'll, I, I, like last Sunday, there were 17, 18 of us there. You know, half us <laughs> wrenching, half us eating because it was wings missed. And there's plenty of room. Everyone's got bikes out, shits everywhere. It was fun. It's, it's a wonderful, chaotic place. Yeah. We make sure that during the swap meet that every square inch of floor that would usually have a moped and an idiot working on said moped, like myself, yeah, is not, that's not happening. We put all of our benches away. We clear all the mopeds off the floor. The only mopeds that you see are underneath shelves or on top of shelves. Mm-hmm. Every square inch of floor is open and ready for people to do their thing. And just so you know, just because the moped's on a shelf doesn't mean it's not for sale. Because I did pull <laughs> the maxi right here that's in my basement. Yeah, off see, the shelf. That red yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. gotta, I gotta pull some bikes up. I, I give away more mopeds than I sell, but I gotta, I, you know. So if you want a very janky, like, shitty Hobbit, we could do a V one swap. We could, I don't we, want we any could, mopeds. Like, you, no, we could just trade. Like that's this, just acquiring more mopeds. <laughs> I I actually do have a couple of hobbits to build this winter. I, um, I I redid my hobbit, my black hobbit after Nashville because it got it got seized <laughs> on the expressway when it was riding doves. Yeah, on your sister and Steve were on it. Yeah, and it, it got and it got like... crashed. Uh, there's a new guy coming around. His name's Tyler. He's he's a wonderful dude. I'm sure he'll yeah. be there. Give him shit because he, he crashed his first moped. I around. saw it. I was right uh, He was him. fine. You know, it was, like, yeah. it was more like he, he stood there and the bike fell, you know, and <laughs> he was, he was like, he's like oh, your moped. slide out roll thing ever. I'm like, yeah. did he just <laughs> he, crash? I he was so he funny about it because he's like, he's like, oh, I'm so, I think it, the taillight broke. You know, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I walked by and kicked the moped over. I'm like, let's go get you a beer. You know, like <laughs> it's just a moped. Yeah. Um. So I redid that Hobbit after, after that rally, but I got, I tracked down a, um, a liquid cooled Melosi kit. Um, mm. So I've got, I've got an MLM subframe and a P50. I've got two P50, PA52 motors that are rebuilt with race cranks and I got low mat reads on one and I'm going to throw that Melosi on one of those. I also have you, a set up. So. Maybe we'll do a deal. I've got some uh, Melosi three pet, six pedal read kit. If you want to really just, open her up and let her eat yeah i've got, I've got the trick metric adapter with the low mat yeah. on, on the one and then the other i was just going to run like a phbg setup you know with like the the two pedal um so i don't know yeah but if you got that mostly you never know what i'm gonna yeah. fucking sell so yeah if you got that mostly water kit you gotta go like six or eight pedal read on that you gotta let that thing eat see the, the melosi is not as aggressive as people think it is uh it's it's the same melosi it's, Hi, a, it's a very neutered version of the Moda McCain and Peugeot Melosi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the, the, the Moda McCain Melosi is very aggressive. The Peugeot Melosi is eh. It, it, oh, thank you, honey. Um, and then the uh, the Hobbit version is the porting is even like, st- I, I think like the Athena and like the wizard kits are more aggressive than the water cooled Melosi porting. Well, I think the reason why people get nuts with them is because it's water cooled and you can throw more timing at them. Then, yeah, you know, it's funny. I build a lot of I build a lot of liquid cooled French bikes because they don't cool well innately. Mm-hmm. But I see people throwing like water cooled heads on pooks and stuff, and I'm like, dude, you're not doing any better. Like unless you're in like a GP race, like this is useless. Mm-hmm. Being good at tuning and, and making sure you don't have air leaks. 
is going to yeah. net, net you much better results. Yeah. And then I uh, just spit. Jesus Christ. Then, <laughs> nobody would have known, dude. But, but a Hobbit is similar to that, where a Hobbit cools poorly. But Trees has got so many awesome heads out there now. Like you can just throw the Pukanda head on there, or the um, the Metricate head that they have yep. cut with the DR. Like, dude, those things cool it down so much. But I knew that those Molosi kits are going away, so I wanted to get my hands on one before they disappeared. Yeah. And they did. And like the yep. last ones that Trees were selling. We're fucking four hundred dollars, and that used to be a hundred and seventy dollar kit. So, oh wow, yeah, yeah, it, it was wild. So no, I got one. I actually, I actually, I speak of that, and you talk so much shit about water cooled heads on hobbits. I'm actually going to a water cooled head for bakers, but that's that's that, a that's, totally, that's that's a perfect example of where it's going to make a difference. Yeah, that's a totally different deal, you guys, because like when you're wide open throttle for hours, yeah, uh, heat sink is a real thing, like. Well, and it's it's a totally different tune too because it's mm-hmm. very interesting. We do we do this little race every year with a different specification between uh, the Detroit Clubhouse and our clubhouse. Mm-hmm. We started Detroit and we raced to Toledo. It's always a ton of fun. Um, I still wanted year. to make it last year, but Baker's was like I remember talking to you about that. I'm like, oh, like yeah, we did fifty cc bikes last year, and it was it was a blast. I find those to be the most fun. But the year before that, we did anything you want, just no shifties and. Yeah. I took my Peugeot, my liquid cool Peugeot with the Molosi kit on it. And it was a, it was an interesting experience because I've ridden that bike a ton. I put a ton of miles on it. You know, I've taken it to rallies. I've zipped around cities, you know, around here on, on local rides and stuff. And it's, it's been, it's snappy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. And then I took it on that race. And there's a portion of the race where it's like 25 miles where you just hold it wide open. Mm-hmm. There's no stop signs. There's nothing. And about that's about halfway through the race, maybe a little further. It's like the bike had been running fine. I'm doing pretty well. I'm, I'm, I'm near the front of the pack. And all of a sudden we're on that strip and about five miles in of just holding it wide open. I look at my temps and about every minute it goes down five degrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I take my shirt off and I cover the radiator. That doesn't do anything. <laughs> I, I take my cuts off and cover it like totally like no air in it, no five degrees five degrees because the thermosafe becomes so efficient mm-hmm. in those cir- circumstances that this tune that had ran this bike for two years great was now fucking useless yeah and so what i what i wound up doing was i got to a point where i was so cold i couldn't go over like 25 miles an hour oh, wow. so i pulled over just took the needle out leaned it all the way out slapped <laughs> it back in and rode it on the tip of the needle. So I'm doing 57, like full tuck. Mm-hmm. And the bike would get up to about 300 degrees, which is kind of hot for liquid cooled. And then I just flip it onto the main and it would cool down and I would slow down to like 40. And then it would get <laughs> back down to like 200 degrees. Then I'd pop back onto that needle and get back up to 57 and just rocked it like that the whole way home. Mm-hmm. It was just Dude. an interesting experience. Uh, so you're going to, you're going to, you're going to learn a lot when you're tuning with that liquid cooling because it's, it's completely different from a bike that you oh, yeah. just ride around on like on a city ride or like a weekly ride. It's that you almost get the opposite of heat sink where it just becomes mm-hmm. hyper efficient. Well, and like I know some of the people on Bakers are talking like, dude, after about three hours, all of a sudden, like the motor start cooling off and then it like we gain five mile an hour. It's just yeah. a, to- it's a, it was Zach, it was Zach and Sam and Nova. Like oh, express that, like, that urban they built was so yeah. sick. They stopped yeah. by here on the way. Well, you know this, but yeah, they, they stayed the night with us um, on the way to Baker's and, and did their final tuning at our shop. And it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love, I love all those guys. Like, yeah. I, I met all of them at Acadia last year. Myself, mm-hmm. uh, myself, Amy and Alexis did a girl's trip <laughs> and uh, we went out to the Acadia rally and we got to meet like Sam for the first time. And, I've known, I've known of Zach for a few years, you know, like we've interacted on the internet, but I got to meet him in person and he was so wonderful. And Nova, like they're just, they're characters. They're also yeah. interesting and so kind to us that like, when they're like, can we stay at our shop? You're like, yeah, what kind of food do you want? You know? Like, yeah. They were awesome. Yeah. And, and I can't stress that enough people in the moped world, just hit the zeros up. Like they'll be <laughs> around in Toledo. Like any, if you're traveling through the country, like that is, I, I'm going to speak for the group. That is one of the things they love. We do. It's so much fun. We have, we have such a lovely spot and we love, you know, the only, the only thing that can make a spot better is having people. So when we get the opportunity to share it, we go all out, you know, like Sam is a vegan, uh, Nova's a vegetarian. So we just hit up our favorite pizza spot. We're like, we got vegan pizzas over here. We got vegetarian, yeah. we got meat. We got, you know, like 
just a spread like I, whatever like you know? yeah. <laughs> um yeah it was it was just it was it was a wonderful uh experience to be able to host them and and see them again uh because they were so kind to us and at acadia they were just wonderful so yeah it was, great it was all good people. um and yeah, it sounds like uh, it great yeah i haven't but, but the liquid cooling so yeah liquid cooling yeah dude that's, it was a variated bike yeah that's i i saw how important that was on the variated bikes like Mm-hmm. and i learned so and you probably you being the tuner that you are like you probably learned a shitload being on bakers i mean it's oh, a I totally did. different uh, world elevation <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah no it was it was very interesting and um I, i'm gonna I do it heard, again and not uh, to interrupt you andy but like i was watching this simple. i was watching this youtube thing about the motorcycle cannonball run uh, it's vintage motorcycles like 1920s on down and one of the guys who was did pretty well, he's like, you lose 10% of power every thousand feet of elevation you go up. And that math, like, yeah. That's that totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cause well, 9,000 feet, you're pretty proud going 35 mile an hour. <laughs> what happened to us was we were blowing out seals because we just had a We tune all of our carbs here wide open because everything's you're at sea level. Like it's, yeah. it's no big deal. But when we were doing bakers, like the, the quick, because we had these points where you were dropping a thousand feet in a second, you know, mm-hmm. you're just wham, bam, you know, flying down this, this uh, side of a mountain and at the bottom of the mountain, Oh, why is the smoke white? Well, we were doing on a V1 and we blew our crank seals out mm-hmm. and we did, we did that until we ran out of motors essentially. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like we made it like 750 miles. You know, it was such a, it was way more fun once we broke down because <laughs> it was before that, I mean, you know, I, I say it's, it's like a sport. It, it, it was, it was, there was joy in it, but it was, the joy was from the brutality of conquering that, you know, mm-hmm. such an endeavor. It was, it was really interesting. Yeah. So and this, this year's going to be not to like jump subject, like, but yeah, this year it's going to be nuts. Like, Oh yeah. If, yeah. Starting on Bonneville salt flats. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, you guys are going to have so much fun. I, I will join again. I will join yeah. again. I, and I'll tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be say honest right now. I'm gonna do the Ohio thing. I think that uh, some of the Boston guys who did it last year uh, had the right idea. Just to tell us, aerosol <laughs> kit, 15 shot, up gear a little bit, send it. Yep. Like I, I see some of the bikes that are taken on Baker's Day. Like I mean, the the bike that won last year, Team Meat. They are there's so much work and love into those. They are phenomenal. But, they they've left mopeds behind, you know that they they are so custom tailored to that race, and that's so cool. I just want to finish. I don't want to mm-hmm. win. I just want and to, that's my goal. Get out there and do it. You know that's my goal. I mean, I DNF'd on like day four because of a fucking idiot move on my part, but I did every mile. That yeah, and, and and really that's the accomplishment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't care what place I get. Like I really don't like. I want to complete every mile and I want my bike running the best I can every day. And then, yeah, let, yeah. yeah. And that, that in itself is, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, I, cause one of, one of our other new guys, Kyle, he was asking about it and, you know, he's stoked and he's like, I can't, I can't wait to do it. I'm like, yeah, man, it's, it's an adventure. And I think the, the year before the first bakers, um, myself, Adam Neal and David Lewinsky is some zeros and an old MCR. We rode to a bandits rally. Mm-hmm. and i did it on a motor mccain with m bars you know because <laughs> this this is 10 years ago now you can look up the thread it's like uh, toledo to louisville zeros yeah. and mcr and the first night the first day we rode for 12 hours and we did like 300 miles yeah but we weren't riding like you ride in bakers you know we no, were no. we we had no chase it was just three of us out there we had all of our shit on us and we're like we're doing it together. We're having fun, but it was still, I remember we got to our campsite and we each bought a six pack and like a sandwich. And we sat down at like the table, ate our sandwich. I drank a beer. And then I woke up with my feet out of the tent, just, you know, <laughs> face down. I, that kind of exhaustion of what that does, does to your body riding 300 miles yeah, like that. It just, it, it, it is physically taxing. Yep. You lose. <laughs> I lost like ten pounds. Like yeah, the, yeah there's dude, a joke. The guys like you the do baker, The baker's Ooh. dozen. Like, I think Kelly or somebody said like, yeah, you lose about ten pounds doing it because like, I what you know you hear like um team T three like they're like 
I just didn't drink any water. Like I drank every time I uh, filled up every 150 miles. Like I got something like if Colby didn't eat all the snacks in the truck, I, I'd, I'd get some, I'd get like a power bar or something like that in me. But like, dude, it's, it's a life all for me. It was a life altering event that like, there's a reason why Chad Burke does it every year. It's oh like, yeah. Hey, you're, it's you're, a rolling you're, vacation and it's so fucking rad. You guys. Yeah. You're, you're, you're seeing things uh, that are, I mean, it's just like riding a moped compared to driving a car or riding mm-hmm. a motorcycle. And, and I say this as a motorcyclist, I ride motorcycles all the time. When I'm traveling a road at 35 miles an hour, you understand more what's around you and you take it in and, and at something like Baker's when you're on that bike for 10 hours, you have nothing but time to be in your head. And, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's a trip, man. I have mad respect for people who do it every year. And, and again, watching some of these custom bikes that people are kicking out for it. I'm like, you guys are machines. They're just phenomenal. Uh, I personally, I want to do it on a moped. I not, not those guys aren't mopeds. They no. Are. And I, and I, I'll talk some shit here. Cause it's whatever. Like I will follow the rules for what they are. But I do my bike. The only thing I did was put a crossbar in it so I can put a bigger tank on it. And that's it. It's still, <laughs> I still had a working pedals. Like I still, I'm still the old school pinball purist. Like, yeah, I, well, I mean, those other can, guys, they, they, they're doing all those things. I, I don't, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to say it to detract from them in any way because like, no, the bikes that they build are far above and beyond uh, even what I think I'm capable of doing. Yeah. But I, I, <laughs> I love it when you just like we see Rigsby out there on a fucking Tomos, you know, and you're like, he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I would ride that at a rally. I would ride that with my buddies. I'd ride that to go get beer. That's yeah. a moped. Yeah. You know, and that's cool. And and the other ones are cool in their own way too. Um, but you know, for myself, that doesn't yep. mean it has to apply to anyone else. Because and that, guys- there's a, some history behind that bike because that was that frame Rigsby was running Mars actually had, and that was his daily commuter for years. And like that had like possibly tens of thousands of miles on it. Like that's so cool. It's just, it's that's yeah. It's like I said, I'll do it again. I will do it again. 44 millimeter. It's all 15 shot Estrel. 28, 22 gearing. Here I come, (laughs) (laughs) but not that we need to wrap up by any means, but like, so the swap meet if people are going to toledo and they don't need to they don't they're outsiders what are some things you recommend for the city of toledo that weekend people go check out all right because this is a swap meet there is no ride we are in the shop 24 7 friday through sunday Mm -hmm. so it is good to have some of those things in mind if the weather holds i highly recommend taking an hour walking across the street walking through woodlawn cemetery we have some books on the cemetery in the shop. There's some really cool things to see in there. Um, the founder of Lazy Boy has a very interesting uh, tomb. There's a pyramid <laughs> in the cemetery, which is one of the largest uh, burial ch- pyramids in the world. Um, it's very interesting. It's the founder of the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, there's Babyland. It's a little creepy, but it's there. Yeah, it sounds, you, yeah. You can go ice skating. Like it's It's beautiful. It's totally worth walking through. <laughs> we had a friend in town from California a couple weeks ago and we took her through there at dusk and she just was kind of floored by the beauty of it. And we forget about it because it's right there. Yeah. So we're going to have a list of restaurants for you too. Uh, we are going to feed you guys once on Saturday. We're going to have glizzies of course um, for everyone. But if you want to get out of the shop and get some food, we're going to have some, uh, some, some restaurants and Toledo. I think we actually just lost this. Uh, like we used to be the, number one of restaurants we have the most restaurants per citizens in the u.s so we have phenomenal food (laughs) so we're gonna we're gonna be kicking you guys out to some restaurants they're gonna be uh hooking you up you some discounts the breakfast joint the hometown what was that with the clocks oh um that's our uh monroe street diner just down the street for breakfast great corned beef hash and scrambled eggs i yeah classic classic little place but we got a lot of phenomenal restaurants downtown uh with some good bars in them uh good free live music some other things to see there's an art museum just down the street from us that is uh, world-class and free. Good thing to get out and be scummy in. Um, if you're feeling adventurous, you can go to our main library. We have the fourth largest library system in the U.S. 
the library that I work in. It was the uh, first free public library in the U.S. It's very Dude, interesting, beautiful. That's awesome. Place to check out downstreet. These are things you can just pop into, get your head out of the shop for a little bit. Yep. Uh, if drinking isn't your thing, or you know whatever, those are fun things to do. Yeah, yeah. But but you know we have a we have a pool table. Uh, we have video. We have a room full of video games, uh, arcade machines. We have a ping pong table. Um, I would like to um, reiterate the fact that I am two and zero oh at the zero shop at pool. Look, you got lucky, man. <laughs> I got lucky both times, yeah. but I'm still two and zero. Oh. <laughs> You're still two and zero. Oh. We've been playing a lot, so you know those things will be. They'll be entertainment within the shop. Uh, we have we have. For those old enough to remember, we have our blockbuster wall. Um, so we yeah. got all the VHS. There's a movies. beautiful selection of new kids on the block tapes that were donated last year. I'd like to also reiterate. <laughs> They're there in alphabetical order, ready for your viewing enjoyment. <laughs> and go yeah, I mean, really, for really, uh, Just come enjoy the people, man. There's yeah. many people from all over the country. And we forget how... I don't know about you, but when I go to work and I'm, they're like, what'd you do this weekend? I was like, well, I was in Nashville with my friends from Boston and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, Minnesota. And, you know, I was in Kalamazoo with my friends from all over the country yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and they're like, I watched Netflix. Like, oh, that sucks. You know, like. Same thing, dude. Like I tell people <laughs> at work, they're like, you do that with your dumb little scooter moped. I'm like, yeah. Yep. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. They, they take advantage of the people who are there. Um, because there are going to be some lovely faces and the older we get in mopeds, the longer we get around doing this, that, that, you know, unfortunately not everyone's there the next year. We've, Mm -hmm. you know, um, we had some people at some of our first swap meets who have passed away since then. And, you know, you didn't know that that swap meet was your last time to party with your homie. Yeah. So have some fun. Just enjoy, enjoy the company that is there. Yeah. And thanks to clubs like you always bringing in new people and really cultivating a culture is Awesome. I was just talking to Stefan uh, from the Buzzards. Like, Wonderful. they're going to start doing a ride night here when it gets warm again. And that's awesome. Like, that's one thing I can't, for what I've seen in Minnesota, they are very good about doing a ride night every week mm-hmm. and being consistent about it. Like, because that's where you see clubs grow or scenes grow and you see scenes fizzle out when that's not there anymore yeah yeah you, you got to keep it up and a guy like stefan is a wonderful person to do that yeah. we trade parts all the time we talk yep wonderful guy yeah so you know everyone's got that uh there's there's certain people in certain clubs and you know they're just gems and mm-hmm. hopefully they'll all be here <laughs> yeah. i'll have to harass him a little bit I'll, that was some little dinging going on here uh at the yeah he was trying to find one of his roots that comes by here you know he, he messaged me over new year's he's like i think i'm near toledo but we were in northern most of us were in northern michigan for the holiday so mm-hmm. uh, how was gaylord oh man it, it was it was a trip uh this year it was very it was fun, but it was 50 degrees up there. Like I've never been in Northern Michigan where it's been above freezing after December. Yeah. yeah. So it was like silent Hill. Uh, there was so <laughs> much fucking fog. Yeah. And like, we were going to do new year's on the lake. We we're going to shoot off fireworks and like have a bonfire. There was like two inches of water on the lake. Cause it was, you know, yeah. thawing. And it was a good time though. You know, we got a bunch of zeros up there. We went and did some Bay towns. Uh, shout out to um, Jonathan and his wife, Kelly. They live up in um, Petoskey. They were kind enough to meet us up there and uh, they're a ton of fun. There's some moped folks. Mm-hmm. They were lovely. It was really good. It was the first time meeting Kelly. Uh, she was wonderful. I've met Jonathan a couple of times and he is phenomenal, but he fucking crashes his car every time he comes to a moped event. <laughs> his poor car got hit in Detroit. It wasn't his fault. It was his wild series of events. That involved a woman chasing a man through a field. The man was on foot. She was in a very uh, hard luck automobile, and that <laughs> struck his car. He was he was trying to come to CBBG, and um, someone spun out in front of him. You know, fortunately, he was okay, and that's what's important. But I told him, I was like, "Look, man, we're coming to you. So if you get in an accident, like this is your last chance." <laughs> so he I is, never. He's he's a gem. I never told anybody this, but when I was leaving the Black Pipes Rally, like I'm leaving Cleveland and like I'm getting on a off an exit ramp, and all of a sudden, like this Escalade comes around me, like on the off ramp, and just spins out, and like I damn near hit, like damn near hit, and just kept going. I'm like, 
What the yeah. Fuck is that? Like, yeah, they just That'll went, happen. Yeah, they went into the interstate and like almost took out three cars. Nobody hit this Escalade. Like, it was the most wild thing ever, dude. Like, people are fucking wild sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's no other way around it, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, plus, like we'll last year, Blackbike showed rally. up. You guys, they're shooting off BB guns in the shop. Like, not this year. You hear me, Jared? They're, <laughs> they're not cleaning up those fucking balls. <laughs> Walk in the well, back. Look, we're playing airsoft. Like, no, no. You're you're making a goddamn mess. I'm, I'm finding these things in my carburetor months from now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was that was my first uh real introduction to black pipes um yeah that was love those guys but yeah they're great they'll all be out here yeah um, lizzie so. said she's gonna bring me some hobbit cases so lizzie if you when you listen to this i still want to buy those from you so yeah and if not somebody will buy them because yeah i mean uh, derek derek's trying to really trim down he's making some life changes and uh he's gonna bring in a bunch of his extra stuff to get rid of and yeah. Uh, you know, I think Chris Hoke's going to be here. I know Nick will be here since he lives in town. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Always dude. Yeah. Great people, good times. Um, yeah, I can't stress it enough. If you guys just want a winter break from your bullshit, get to Toledo the first week of February because yeah. that's um, why I'm going. Like, I just want to get away from everything because I'm kind of well, sick of everything. Don't just come. Um, Bring parts. Finish your beer five. It will be colder than hell. Come inside a winter swap meet. Yes. Um, I love that boat that's just in the middle of nowhere. Like no, okay. I, I got I know we're we're getting along here, but no, I gotta, dude, who gives quick, a shit? The quick story of that is inside that the historic graveyard, there is there's two little ponds and they're interconnected by a little stream. You used to be able to rent little boats and go out there and stuff, you know, and in because it's beautiful. I don't know how someone fucking pulled this off, but they stole the boat, put it in one of those ponds, whipped it around till it got stuck, <laughs> then abandoned it. And like someone told me, they're like, yeah, it's sitting in the graveyard. I was like, no fucking way. And I go there and yeah, sure enough, it's stuck in the pond. And I come back the next day to take a picture of it. It's not, it's out of the pond. So I'm like, oh, they got rid of it. No. They dragged it out of the pond and just left it in a field. Like it's still <laughs> that's there. So, that's so fucking Toledo. Yeah, it's it's still there. If you want a free boat, you just it's there. It's it's literally right down the street from the shop. You might park next to this boat. Yeah, it's fucking there. I don't know. I don't know. So like twenty hours into that trip, Lee Pinkerton and I took last year to get all those bikes, like we're in somewhere upstate New York and like they had some high banks and whatnot near the road. And there's a boat just on one of the banks of the road. And Lee, just his dry sense of humor, just look, huh, must be low tide. So I sent, <laughs> him, I sent him that your thing. I'm like, I guess there's low tide in Toledo. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's chilling there. <laughs> yeah. So another thing, people bring a trailer. Uh, yeah. Joe, yeah. Fucking Joe could probably get bring his truck. He's got jet skis. You yeah, know, we'll give him a trailer. He'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> right on, my guy. Um, so what are the dates on the swap meet again, Andy? February 3rd through the 5th this year. Yeah. Two, three, three weeks, something like that. Two yeah. weeks, I don't know. I don't even know what today is. So it's, it's coming uh, up. It's coming up. And <laughs> I can't with that, I can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast. Uh don't forget everybody, like, listen, subscribe. Hit me up if you want to be a guest. Always looking for guests. Um, and with that, Andy, I can't thank you enough for coming on. And mopeds are dumb. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, bye, guy. Later. Uh-huh.